Warning, this podcast contains sexual content, graphic language, and bodily functions. Get over it. I'm Heather Ann Gottlieb, and this is Dirty Girl, the podcast that shares stories from real women about their disgusting habits, taboo secrets, and unruly pastimes. Fart, burp, queef your little heart out. It's not a girl thing. It's not a boy thing. It's not a woman or a man thing. Everybody has a body, and it's disgusting, and we all just need to accept it and love it. How can we take this to the next level of disgusting? Welcome back. We're going to be talking about periods. That's right. There's more. Ha ha ha. You thought you had enough of this, didn't you? Wrong. I will bleed until there is no blood left to bleed. Am I not a man? You cut me and I bleed. Am I not a woman? You menstruate on my face. It's been a long day. I know that guys are going to listen to this, right? So I should tell it as if I'm telling it to them, right? Because they don't understand some of the things that we understand. It's truth. Okay. So I spoke with my friend, uh, let's call her Jacqueline. She had an issue with L.A. traffic. Toxic shock syndrome is a big fear. Like, aren't you scared of it? Yes. It's one of my biggest fears. When I was in high school, my dad came home one day and he was like, this woman in my office, her daughter had to go to the hospital today because she got toxic shock syndrome. And like, you girls need to be careful, which is a weird thing for your dad to say to you. If you're driving in LA traffic, you know that you could be in traffic for like hours. So I was driving home in traffic one day and I realized I was like, shit, I've had this tampon in for a long time and I also start to psych myself out um I'm usually like oh my god like I'm getting crampy or I'm getting dizzy which I probably am not I just like think it's in my head and so I was like I have to take this out I have to take this out but what do I do like you can't you're on the freeway you're not gonna like pull over and take out your tampon so I was like driving and I reached up there and pulled it out and I think I had a bag in the car and just stuck it in the bag I'm not going to die because of L.A. traffic. I think a lot of women probably do that. It's scary. You don't want that thing up inside you. L.A. traffic is the worst. Am I right? Uh, I'm very, very gross. <laughs> I always thought I was, like, the worst, but then I started watching Broad City and I realized we're all the same. This is my friend Joy. She bled on something. Recently, it was the Women's March. And that was the anniversary of the first Women's March where a gross thing happened. I've been privy to being in, like, bad stages with my period and, like, not entirely knowing when it's coming or not. But that day on the the Women's March, the first Women's March, I felt it was very appropriate, by the way, that I got my period that day. (laughs) And it must have been because all the women were syncing with each other (laughs) in a very huge space. I had, like, a pad because I knew I wasn't going to bleed heavily. It was going to be cool. So we're walking around all day and I hadn't eaten much in the morning, which was a stupid thing to do when you're walking downtown LA. I was with my friends, we're all laughing and we're smoking weed and we're just like, life is beautiful, there's hope in the world, like, (laughs) we're gonna be okay. We finally like get to the Grand Central Market, we're waiting in these humongous lines, so like I'm starving and I'm kind of like, and I'm just weak in general because I've been (laughs) losing blood. Like, I finally got our food. I'm feeling a little bit better. We're walking back to the car, which we parked, like, you know, seemed like four miles away. My friend is driving us home, and we're all just, like, feeling beautiful and wonderful, and, like, we're going to change the world. And the the car is packed, too. It's, like, I think we had one extra person, like, a backseat of four when it's supposed to be only three. And I was sitting there, and I was kind of, like, fading in and out because I was still stoned and all this kind of stuff. Everyone's 
uh, we finally get back to my friend's place where my car is parked and everyone's leaving and hugging and saying goodbye and I get out of the car and I just see on my friend's like back right seat I have left a large blood stain. <laughs> it was one of those things where it was just like oh I can't move <laughs> like, like oh no oh no oh no and then my friend she was amazing uh, she knows who she is. I'm going to send this to her. Uh, just so you know, this is about you, girl. Um, she was just like, it's okay, girl. It's fine. Like, very ethereal, very, like, hippie in a beautiful way. Like, and her boyfriend was in the front seat, and he was like, it's cool. You're a human. <laughs> like, uh, but it was one of... It was just, like, a very scary day because also that was a new friendship I had with this girl. So it was even more like, oh, fuck. Well, there's there's my impression like for for now and forevermore that was a good time it wasn't a good time but i have since thus uh like not sham wowed but uh, what is the other thing that he sold oxy cleaned yeah. that back seat and it's cool i saw the glimpse of red on the seat and i just like felt, sat back down i was just like oh um something um yeah, it was very like i didn't know what to say you're like oh no this is the end of, this is the end of everything who knows what that means like i knew they would never abandon me for this issue <laughs> but just in your mind you're like this is the memory now <laughs> so i was the only girl in this summer school class who was all a year younger than all these dudes the second to last day of that class the teacher who had not been my adult now opinion very professional in a lot of his teaching he had us be uh, do these like practice tests practice finals and he put us in groups and one of the guys in one of the other groups had asked about mammalian reproduction because it's biology which is fine he goes oh I'll, I'll tell you i'll tell you and he goes joy how does your period work yeah and it was like you could hear a pin drop in that classroom and I, I always say I'm like, it felt like I didn't really understand what was happening. You know when like life kind of goes slow-mo because you've never been in a situation like this and it's completely like foreign to you? I I was just like, I what uh what and he goes and he goes like, like when do you have it? And I just and I'm I just feel like I'm between a rock and a hard place and I'm like, I have to answer, right? Because my teacher is like kind of demand asking it of me. But I don't know how to say this without... And, and I could just feel the eyes on me. The worst thing is when you know people are looking at you because you see them all <laughs> looking at you. It's not just like the anxiety in your brain. It's very legitimate. <laughs> and he just keeps asking all these questions. And I'm just like... like I feel the red coming in my cheeks. And then he finally stops. And the classroom is like still quiet and uncomfortable. And then one of the guys... who. Poor guy. He was actually really trying in that class to make me feel welcome. <laughs> he, he goes, well, uh, that was awkward, huh? <laughs> and and I, I wish I had laughed like I am now, but at the time I was just like, I, I was like ready to rip anyone's head off. <laughs> like it was just it, that, those types of situations, like I've realized have are very are more often than people like being there for you just everyone just being kind of complacent and silent and not being like yo this is inappropriate not that any of those sophomores would have known but like i didn't have the wherewithal no one had the wherewithal to be like this is an adult saying this to a child also in a room where she's the minority <laughs> like, kind of screwed up so when he first asked me i just i d kind of just bumbled like a little sound came out but it was a confusion sound and so he goes like like when do you have it and i just go um, the, the, 
a few a few days a month and he's like no no no. when do you have it and I'm just like uh like like in the beginning of the month like I I, it was one of those things where I was like I I don't even really know because I wasn't very good at like tracking my period when I was what like 14 15 and it, it was just like so like a flush of like I don't know how to deal with this and then like when I finally went home or like my mom picked me up I told her the story and she was livid, but she, but I was also kind of pissed because she, I do not blame my mom in any way, but she was just like, you know, honey, that's, that's called sexual harassment. And we, we should go to the principal and talk about this, but we never did. Cause like, I kind of, I did find it funny and I told everybody and I still do obviously. (laughs) Um, Like, I think it's one of those very, it was a very defining moment in my life of realizing, Oh, this is how, you know, when you're amassed by one gender, you're when you go into like your small fi- fish in a big pond of like the other gender, it's very, very horrifying. Dirty Girl is a podcast that you just listened to. It's produced by me, along with Cameron Taggy and Alex Salem. Sound editing by Tristan Bankston. You can find us on Instagram at Dirty Girl Pod. I post a shitload of uber feminist stuff. You're gonna love it. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. Same handle, but Instagram is my favorite. I'm Heather Ann Gottlieb. I will see you next time. Until then, take some time to be dirty today. This has been a hoo-ha-ha podcast. <laughs>